Hello, hello, my fab viewers. Typically, I post, this is Mahaya, or Mickey, um, or Kim, as you call me, your local rabbi minister, Messianic Jewish rabbi. And I also got the title of minister. Right now, I'm subbing under Impact Church locally here in Arnton through Ron Parsley's network. Um, I welcome you to my podcast this week with some announcements. Um... Before we go any further, we will be doing a study today. Uh, we are going into Pesach or Passover, the second Passover with coronavirus. But the Father founded Pesach as a way for my people to remember what he did for them in Egypt. Right now, believers of both sides are coming out of Egypt. We're getting ready for his coming. But besides that, we're going to talk. I welcome all my viewers and listeners from Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas City, Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Kentucky for the first time, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, which I mentioned before, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio. Mm, Pennsylvania, we got Washington, D.C., Maryland, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Vermont, New, and New York City, along with Massachusetts and Florida, of course. Now, my international listeners, I welcome Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Ireland, the New Islands, uh, France, Germany, Italy, Sweden, Norway, uh, Lithuania for the first time, the Republic of Lithuania, Ghana, South Africa, Tanzania, Saudi Arabia, India, Thailand, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Russia, and also Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and Cuba. So I welcome you today's podcast series. All right, so now we're going to go into our segment. People are still talking about the stimulus. Your SSI, SSDI, uh, VA, and a lot of your Social Security beneficiaries have not, and railroad, of course, have not all have not received the $1,400 stimulus. My mother's one of them. My husband's another one. Um, not that we need it, uh, but it's greatly appreciated. I wish they would. our government would get on the ball instead of falling behind. Um, I received my stimulus. It went to good use. Um, I had a car that needed to be fixed and we paid for it. So that was a good thing. Um, on the top side, Corona's still here. We had our first case in West Virginia of the new strand out of Britain. Did I not say it was going to hit here prior? Yes, I did. That's a sign. Um, coming up next week, we've got a comet coming through called the God Comet. It is a comet that shoots out static electricity. Interesting to see what that is. And it will hit again in August. Um, top side, Democrats and Republicans are still arguing about bills. They can't get on the furrow. And for the first time, Biden made a blunder. He fell on stairs three times. Hmm. And people are wondering if he's got Alzheimer's or not. Hmm. Eh, I'm not going to judge the man. 
I, 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 my father above, our father above has already given his judgment. Um, today's going to be a day of just free reading. Uh, we got a whole hour, two hours. Um, I will be posting the Sabbath, Esther, the Sabbath series, the Esther series, and then we will also be doing the reading for the man through uh, the eyes of uh, David E. Taylor, which I don't have the book here. Uh, I had given it previously. I'm just giving the synopsis. But after Easter and Prisach, we will be going back into our Esther series. We will be going back into our Prisach series. And we will continue where we left off. So there'll be three a week. Then we will pick up the following week on prayer, meditation, those things. Um, and that. Now, I normally don't ask for tithes and offerings. A donation is greatly appreciated. You can get it on my website uh, through Anchor and Nat. Or you can send a check or money order to um, Kimberly Anna Paul or Sacred Elohim Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries. I live in Arnton, Ohio. It would be 1003 Latonia Street, Arnton, Ohio, 45638. My phone number, if you want to call, would be 740-285-8052. Uh, you can email me at starcross2013 at gmail.com. Or I have an alternative, which is starcross2013a at mail2priest.com you can find me on youtube facebook or instagram my youtube account would be www.youtube.com slash c slash don ford starcross 2013 my facebook would be www.facebook.com slash kimberly.annapole.18 or you can contact me at www.instagram.com at kimberlyannapole in the future, I will be having other ones like Pinterest and that. Right now, I'm mainly just focusing on these three platforms. In the near future, any proceeds that you send will go to a ministry page, which I'm working on, uh, where you will be able to give your tithes and offerings or donations if you so choose. They're really greatly appreciated now that I'm expanding. Uh, in the coming months, I will have a radio station. I will give you that phone number on there. And my business card and other information will be available. Uh, I wouldn't be asking for this right now. I've got to the point that the father laid it on my heart to ask because he's wanting to expand his ministry. He's wanting to go outside what I'm normally doing. Just being here in my office four times a week or five times a week as podcast. I will be starting a radio station here where you will be able to contact me directly and talk to me about biblical issues. Um, I stand 100%. I am a prophetic ministry, but I'm also a regular teacher. And I run this local ministry for you guys to learn each week. I really struggle with the issue of asking for tithes and offerings. I don't do it usually. But right now with the expansion of what I've got, and I want to reach more people. And with what I got now, it's just not enough. Um, I've got some countries that I've had contact me outside of this ministry that I do with Revolution One, uh, asking for Bibles and books. I cannot get that up on a web page without the care and support of my listeners. And I know you listen. I'm not saying all of you have the money to give, but... Whatever is given will go for a good cause. It will not only reach those in my neighborhood, um, but in the near future, I'm planning to do an outreach for food 
through my local church helping them and also myself. I'm a one-stop shop, basically. Um, I have no one running everything. I do all my editing and everything for these podcast series by myself. There's no one here to help me. I do the editing. I do the scripts. I do the writings. It takes two weeks. And I really want to bring some help in um, outside of my ministry, it being online, practically five, six days a week now. Um, Some of it I have to schedule in advance before releasing and you get it that Saturday, Friday and Saturday. This week's been kind of a daunting for me. Uh, I didn't really want to do this, but the father put it on my heart to do it. He says, I cannot continue without having some kind of help. And I'm really asking for that. I'm not pleading. I'm just asking whatever you can give, give. Uh, I will be setting up other portals on a website that will be offered so whatever you can give will be greatly appreciated and it will go for good cause it will go out to reach those ministries in other countries that need help Um, i'm calling all ministries now together if you are a home church contact me we'll get together and go from there Um, if you're not and you're just a single person wanting to help in some way it'll be greatly appreciated Um, As I said, I gave you my name of my ministry. You can write the checks to Kimberly Annapol, A-N-A-P-O-L, and they would be greatly appreciated. The address is 1003 Latonia Street, Arlington, Ohio, 45638. You could send it there. Um, Don't write it to Sacred Elohim. Write it by my name, Kimberly Annapol. Now the top of the hour. Uh, We went through that. I'll do another session. I welcome those in Ohio and Kentucky now to come by. Visit Impact Church. It's at 2913 South 6th Street in Arlington, Ohio. Um, David and Nim will welcome you. I'll be there. Um, I'm their local celebrity in a way, I guess. Right now they're not there this week. They will be in approximately three hours in Columbus. They will be at World Harvest Church. Uh, Pastor Ron Parsley's church. I will take that when it comes up for the two-hour session. Uh, it will be a very long session, so I'll have to split it into two sessions. This is the first time our bishop and pastor will be preaching on the stage there as a student and mentor of his. Um, I'm not one for that kind of stuff. I usually do my communion with you guys here, and I've noticed I've grown quite a celebrity myself and eventually the proceeds from what you give will go for me starting an online television station uh, and other things that I can do that will give you that teaching and background just like other rabbis are doing now I wouldn't be asking if I didn't believe what the father wants done and put out we are in a time and place things are going very quickly And soon we will see the return of the Messiah, our Messiah, not some fake Messiah or Antichrist. It will be the Messiah of both Jews and Gentiles. And we'll call out one more time to our rabbis, our ministers, or or Messianic rabbis, our ministers, our pastors. It's time to join together. We cannot do this alone. There's thousands of more souls that can be saved. There's millions of more that need to be brought back to the flock. I can't do this alone, and I need your help. Do what you can. 
Papa's ready for the outpouring, but we got to come to him in love and favor. I started this ministry and this podcast as a way of hope. I didn't know how to go about it. The father put it on my heart to do it, and I stepped out in faith. I wasn't always one for faith. I wasn't always one for doing. There's an analogy the father says for many, that there would be many that would be called, but few would answer the call, or many would be chosen, but few would follow. I followed. Being of only three or four teachers in the Messianic community is very hard. There's not a lot of teachers that are online right now. As I know of eight, I make nine. And two of them are women, and I'm one of the two. Um, I'm not bragging. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be among brethren. Um, I honor you for what you got to put up with. Some of the stuff that these groups are trying to do to shut us down. The Father said these things would take place. We are in the end times. There's no doubt about it. My people, the nation Israel, are the signs of the times. But it's also our mother. She gave birth to us as a nation, um, as safe people. So there you go. Um, the father loves both of his children, uh, both of his women. You might say there's two. Very protective. Um, what can I say? For it is written, we are to love the father with all our heart, mind, and soul. For he writes on our heart, minds, and souls his Torah. And we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. These are the founding principles of the Torah and the prophets. And I preach that with esteem. The others follow suit. And if we follow with these two, then we are practically within that reach of being purified of our hearts. Thou shalt not commit adultery. When you think about that, it is a tone that, most people take physical adultery, but has ever anybody ever looked at the pure side of the heart of thinking it? We are to have a pure heart and mind. Our mind and heart go together as a spirit. We are three in one, just as a father is three in one. He's one being with three sides. I explain that lightly. Another one says, thou shall not murder or you will not murder. The context of that is we are not to kill the innocent. We are not to kill even the murderer themselves that does it. But we are to have compassion. But does our words have that compassion? Does our words have that meaning? So we will continue with this discussion and I'll be back in just a few minutes. All right, we are back. We was talking about murder. To do murder or think it is still dealing pure with the heart. We are not to bear false witness. We are not to covet. These are all signs of a pure heart when you don't do these things. We fall short, and what we fall short on, we can come to the Father in prayer through supplication. I discuss the Torah quite frequently. I've had many ask me questions. Why do I talk about the law? Well... For Yeshua come to fulfill the law and the prophets. He did not come to abolish it like many teach. 
And I learned that from experience. That's why I talk the way I talk. Many say he come to abolish, but that's not what his true word says. If you go back in the Old Testament, in the prophets themselves, the prophets talked about it being wrote on the heart and mind. That was a fulfillment of the sacrifice he did. Beforehand, you see this little box on the arm and head. That was the Jewish concept of remembrance. But now he's took that box that was a denotification of my people and put it on our minds, both Jew and Gentile. So there is no difference. Yes, true. We've made many mistakes in understanding the Father and his will, as I have. I criticize my Christian brethren very readily about their views. I don't do that anymore. I find blessing in it, really. You know, it's hard. I admit being different. I'm human like everybody else. They're human. <laughs> Heck, I even had one of my own brothers approach me. And I call him my brother emphatically. And he was so scared of offending me. As I had said before, I'm not easy to offend. I have been hurt in the past. But what is there hurt when it does not offend? I don't know how to approach something like that. Someone fearing me. I feared others. But someone to fear me because they think I'm going to hurt them. It's kind of hilarious in a way, I guess. But I told him, I said, do not fear me. I'm the, you're not offending me. If anything, I welcome a brother that wants to listen. I'll move back. What is there to a seat? It's just a seat. It's not my seat. If you and Dave approach me to ask, by all means, ask. The only way you're going to offend me is if you say something derogatory. And that's what I told him. That's a sign of being humble. I don't brag. I don't want to, frankly. I have a husband right now that's still young in the faith and does not understand a lot of things. He questions me. It's not lying itself that makes a sin. I'm not whitewashing it. It's no less important to the Father. What makes it a sin is when you take something in the context of a judgment of a judge and you take and you lie and bear false witness against another. I know it's not, they're all the same, but the context that the father was referring to was bearing discrimination, bearing an impure nature, bearing a nature that is not yourself. That's what it means. To have a pure heart means to know the context of the Father and His will through His Son. I'm going to explain something about myself. I have had a lot of revelation in the last year of the Father and who the Father is. I don't discuss it with anybody. I don't talk about it with anybody about my Abba. Because it will send heads rolling. 
Jesus used the context, or Yeshua used the context. You cannot get to the Father unless you see me first and go through me. Think. What was he referring to? Many say that he's the gateway. Of course, salvation is the gateway, and believing and trusting are the, the things of faith. I have great faith, and it took a year, two years to build that faith. I went through 60 60 plus weeks of purification, 60 plus weeks of separation, you might say, away from everything. Another 60 weeks of, how should I put it, um, supplication, you might say, or uh, repentance. I repented of my sins. I repented of everything. It was a long process. The Father dealt with me in his own way. He doesn't always make himself known. On my podcast, you've heard a couple times he does. He'll come out, and I will have to stop speaking. But right now, I'm going through the final phases of remembrance. Remembering the things that he has done. Not just for me, but for others of the faith. Others that are part of his seed. Hmm. I'll read something later that you will understand where I'm coming from. But my understanding of the Father was He is God. He came in human form. Yes, He represents Himself as a Bible as three in one, but He's one person. He's a human. He suffered. He died. And He's very much alive. I am living proof that He existed. Believe it or not, I'm not bragging lightly. I'm not bragging at all. I'm just telling the the, the honest facts. I am a daughter of Yudi, or Yuda, or some kind of call it Yudadim, Judah, and a daughter of Levi, which is Levitical. Both sides are in me. David had them. King David had both sides. He was a Maleka Tezeki. A righteous king, a righteous judge. That's what it means. He was a priest in all the sense. That's why he found favor with the Father. Yes, he made mistakes, as I do. Yes, he got Bathsheba pregnant, Ella Wedlock, had to marry her, clear it is. He had lots of wives, yes, but Bathsheba was his favorite. Uh, Ella Bathsheba comes Solomon, or Shlomo, as the name means peace. In that I find peace. Several generations later, 14 to be precise, you have Yeshua or Yehoshua, the son of most high. But he's so much more. He was a father's embodiment. He is a father. He's my father and my uncle. I'm 14 generations removed from that crucifixion. Fourteen generations of my brethren walked away from the faith. After one of his brothers had children, they walked away because of being scared or they hid within other faiths. I came out of that faith to find my identity. It's not easy to find an identity that you very rarely know. My mother was adopted out to you guessed it's a Gentile family to hide her identity because of both the Native American in her and her Jewish nature. For it is written that if a man cannot supplicate a woman's children and they're born of a woman, then that woman 
declares the destiny of her children. So, in Jewish conscript, if a woman's husband dies in war, to keep those children Jewish, they are considered, she is considered Jewish, the children are considered Jewish because they carry the Jewish genes. Therefore, my mother preserved those Jewish genes within me. Yet, she did not marry a Jewish man. That's how they preserve the name of the lineage. The other way was the woman marry a brother. And if that brother refused, then she had a right to take the family's inheritance herself. And that's throughout the scriptures. Uh, women and men show, shared dual roles. They had dual roles. The women didn't always participate in a lot of the so-called things of the temple. You had some that got access. Your daughters of Tizion, which Kamel of David, had access. They were raised in secluity. Um, I am of those daughters of Tizion. To explain, my husband comes out of the lineage of Yohanikin. I married my lineage. The father brought us back together. I've had two miscarriages. I'm barren. But yet I have a promise from the father to give me children. I accept that. When and where, I do not know. But it will happen. I know when it happens, my husband will pass away. Given, there's another prophecy that he revealed to me. Um... Many can sit and say, oh, she's just a pronosticator. No. According to the Father, I'm a master prophet. A master prophet teaches other prophets how to discern the Father's will. And I take it with a great assault. I don't brag because bragging gets you into trouble. I'm just disgusting my intimate relationship with the Father. For the Father declared himself he was three in one, but yet he's one entity. That analogy was used to explain the human mind, the human spirit, and the human's physical body. We have a soul, we have a spirit, we have a physical body. Our physical body is flesh. It was created in his image. How else can we explain having these attributes of a conscience and a subconscious? Get it? I'm taking it from a scientific point of view. Your subconscious is the inner workings, the spirit itself. Without salvation, it is dead because of the sins that Adam and Eve first did. We'll go into elaborating what they did. It's kind of quirky in a way, but to understand the context, what passes that sin onto the next generation is the sin is learned from the previous generation given. That's why our world is in such a state it is today with the Father judging it and the judgments coming upon it. A father and mother teaches its child what its nature is, is to learn. If we go back to the childlike nature of Adam and Eve, they learn from the Heavenly Father. But because of Shaitan teaching them bad things, they picked up those bad things and they become the seed of Shaitan or Satan. And so for every new human generation that is born on this earth, that bad nature that is taught, is passed on to the next generation. It'll be hate, greed, murder, war, you name it. And it's just escalated. But back to the father. 
our nature as his children, and I'm talking about through salvation, he molds us and prepares us for our destinies. We all have destinies, no matter what that destiny might be. We can turn against that destiny, which I have not now, or we can move forward in our destiny that he gives us. For the Father is Yeshua, and Yeshua is the Father. The Hebrew context of the Father and Son goes way back to Abraham. The father pupiled the son, or trained the son or daughter, the oldest. Then that son took over for his rights to train a son or daughter. So in the context, when Jesus used his name that he was the father's son, he used the same context that is in the Jewish context itself that the father trains the son. In other words, the father is a tahi, or tahi is a pupil, or a telmedin. It's the same concept that is in the Bible today that you have a father figure that trains a disciple or a tahi. There you go. It's a father-son relationship combined to make a brother grow in the father. So, where am I going with this? When I read what I'm going to read, you will understand how the father revealed himself to me in a very key issue that will be written in revelations that talks about the king of kings and lord of lords and what he is you will understand every prophecy once this key is given to open those doors to understand where we are heading how and why and why i am here today talking to you it's amazing and it's stark because we are going to go into the prophetic series in a different light than what i had a year ago um it is strange, it is new to me, and it will be new to you, to hear the the analogies from a woman. And most of what my viewers are women, I've got men also, but I've picked up more women now than men. He is our father. I don't care where it's man, woman, teenager, or child. Some criticize me for my views. For heaven's sakes, I've been... Had a lot of things thrown at me. Uh, we'll go into discussion more of that later. Um, right now, I'm going to take a 15 and I'll be right back. All right, we are back. So we was talking about his revealing himself to me physically. All things are as they are. Our perceptions of how God is, is different. I will tell you, it's been nearly a year since he revealed his true nature to me, and he's been very active. I guess i got to say, you can't totally be in the Father's will without having the Spirit. If you don't ask for the Spirit, you're not fully completed for him to show deeper things. When we're first saved, we don't understand. We live in a carnal nature, and we have to develop that nature. But if you ask for it, he gives it. Believe me, he gives it. Sometimes it can be pretty physical. And other times it can't. So now let's go into this reading that I want to read. And I express this is very important. I want you to listen what he has to say to you through me. What he showed me. This was written on August the 30th of 2019. Nearly six months, seven months before 
the epidemic. So thus saith Lord Adonai, stop speaking, quiet yourself, and know, I am he. It says, thus saith the Lord Adonai, your Redeemer. So he clarifies who he is. Beloved, consider my words. Consider them deeply. No, not according to your own interpretation or according to your own understanding, nor grab hold of them to make them fit with what you perceive to be as right. Find that interesting that he would say that. So many men try to perceive Christ as, or the Father, as being separate. He's not. He's one entity. He's one force. He's one person, you might say. Let's go on. In thought, they can in any way be molded. My words are subject to no man. For they do not resist, they do resist conformity. So his words resist the normal man's mind, is what he was meaning. Beloved, I have formed you. My breath resides in you. Okay, if you're saved from the moment you take salvation, you have his breath of life. It takes a while for it to take hold, but it's within you. And I have poured out blessings so you may begin to under see. So you may begin to know my will. So you may hear in your own language according to how you are able. Okay. Now remember, our father knows every language. But his predominant language was Hebrew and Aramaic. Those were the predominant languages he used. We'll go on. Beloved, I speak. So, so you may be drawn to me. I proclaim it so the scriptures may be fulfilled in your hearing. My people must be made aware. The call must go out. And so it is. And has been since the time of the end began. So he clarified we are in the end of times. No doubt about. When the father makes it clear. He makes it clear. We are in the end. And this was August the 30th. Just before. Uh, Rosh Hashanah. Let's go on. Yay. Since the first moment I opened my mouth to speak. Since the first moment I breathed upon my elects. Even so the outpouring upon all flesh. Yet I ask you. Do you know? Do you really know me? Do you know? Okay we'll go on. Beloved do you know me? Have you considered that which is beyond words? Have you considered that? Which is beyond words. He repeated again. Have you considered the love of the Father. And the power thereof. Do you know me? Have you sat still. And listened to the music of my heart. Towards you. My tears that fall gently. Making soft tones upon the strings. We share. Okay. So this first part he's talking about. The connection. Okay. He's talking about. Have you considered his words, considered his words of love? Have you considered his words of promise? Have you considered his words of being a father to you? That's what it means. Um, 
and he talks about the beginning, the end beginning. Well, the end has begun. We've been in the end since 1948. This confirms it. Since the first time he opened his mouth, he says, Beloved, do you see who I am? Do you not understand what my body is? Some understand. That time I didn't understand, I understand now. As a son can no wise be separate from the father, neither can one like you be separate from me. So he declares that he is both in this passage. If you listen, he says, as the son can no wise be separate from the father, neither can one like you be separate from me. See with greater eyes. Open your eyes and listen. Reach out with your heart and understand. You are made of me. Yet I tell you, it is much more, much more. I am he. So here he's telling, not just you, me. He's telling you he's much more than what we perceive. Which is interesting he would say that. Because <coughs> uh, the Bible doesn't really give an explanation. Of what the father is. But he says he's so much more. And he is. He's all knowing and all powerful. Yes. So many people portray him as being. Out there. Which is a deception in itself. He's not. He's a physical person. A physical entity. Has a body. Has a soul. Has a mind. And he says yet there is more. Beloved, what are children to their parents? Parents, are they not formed in their image? Flesh of their flesh, born, then shaped by what? That which they receive in accordance with their understanding, yet the bond they share. Is it a flesh only? Defined also by the mind, or is it more? So think, how are we defined as a being in the Father's house? How do we define ourselves as human beings? Consider these words and consider them well. This was a Father writing through me at a time when I was desperate <coughs> to understand and know. Nothing in all creation can exist apart from me. Nor can anything exist outside of me. Okay. I alone dwell in the unapproachable life light with the Father. I alone and the Father manifested in creation. So he's telling you his attributes right there. He is the Father that dwells in the unapproachable light. Or should I say dwell with the Father in the unapproachable light. And he is the Father in manifestation of creation. Emmanuel. Therefore again I ask you. Do you know me? Have you really known me? Behold. 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 You shall know me. Yet I tell you. Not that you do not really know me. 
and those in the world remain very far from me for you not do not see for you not you do not realize that you are my child so he's clarifying and are indeed gods you are god's child you were made from me no one can exist apart from the vine no one can exist unless that which is the existence and life be in them you were not just made for me you were made of me so he tells us that we're not just made for him we were made of him before talking about Adam and Eve no one can escape me no one can run from me though they hide though they run though the darkness closes in there I am still be deceived no longer you are my body and of my body that by which you are formed is that which I am okay we'll, we'll stop there so so far I'm going to ask my listeners to this point he clarifies in a very real sense what we are we're not just of his body okay you are are my body is what he says so he lives within our body but we are of his body which is a sense what is a child to its parents when a child is born in may it's in the womb it takes two to make one that child is just not of their body they are no longer you are my body and of my body so he's saying you are of me and you are my body both it's kind of hard to explain the analogy he's using because he uses a vine and so forth in other words he uses words from the word to clarify who he is and i will read it one more time and i want you to gain understanding in this third half but he calls himself emmanuel or el elohim therefore again i ask you do you know me have you really known me behold you shall know me yet i tell you not that you do not really know me and those in the world remain very far from me for you not you do not realize that you are my children indeed god's children you are god's children you were made for me no one can exist apart from the vine no one exists unless that which is in existence and life be in them so those that are unsaved don't really exist there's no existence for them after this life they're dead is what he's saying you are not just made for me you are made of me so he's talking about eternally uh no one can escape from me no one can run from me though they hide though they run though the darkness close in close in there i am still be deceived no longer you are my body and of my body that by which you are formed is that which i 
am. So he's clarified he has a human body, but then we also have a spiritual body, and we are part of him, and he's a part of us. Okay, so we are coming up to the top of the hour. We're three quarters in our hour, and I will be taking a break for long, and then we will go over the remaining of the Father's speech that I am reading, <laughs> which is very interesting that he would say what he's saying. We are of him. We are part of him, and we are one. Is what he's saying as a family. Man was not only created just from the dust of the earth. He created us in such a way that we are created of him, by him, for him. And when man did what they did, he pulled himself away from man because of the great sin that Adam and Eve did. So once he did that, we lost our eternal nature and become a physical entity that could no longer live without the power of the father within us for he is life he is the tree of life he is what is our existence and outside of that there is nothing that lives that can give us life but his breath itself the ruach that's why the ruach is referred to as a he because it's the father's breath wind um I can't put that more clear. So I'm going to cut here and I'll be back in about five minutes. Now, we had talked up to this point, him describing what he is. And I call him a him, for he is a father. Now you're going to see something. And why my mind is totally different from the traditional view that Jesus is separate from the Father. Because his revelation to me points to one being, not two. Yahuwah, he who calls to be. That's what it means. Behold, behold, I am also the Son of Man. Yeshua or Yeshua. Or Yehoshua. You are the heart of my heart. Shall I cut my own heart and toss it away? Have I loved you from the beginning? I, my love, never ends. It is who I am. The same I am. The same. From the past to the beginning. That's what he meant. The Alpha, the Omega. The beginning of unity and then tov, the perfection thereof. And those who choose to be broken off must be broken off and destroyed. For they have rent the heart of Yahuwah or God, a rent which I shall bear forever. For I have loved them and my love is without end. Catch it. I'll read it one more time. His name is Yahuwah or why? H W H 26 he who calls to be behold I am also the son of man now you put two and two together his name is Yahushua or Yeshua and he goes on explaining that he's the same it is who I am the same I am 
you know, we're going to go on. Therefore, it is time for you to truly know me, to know me as I really am, to know me according to how you have made, I have made you shut your eyes so you may come to see my form, quiet your mind so you may hear the sound of my voice and music which I play for you. Be still and know I am he. Beloved, stop looking for me with your eyes and see. Stop passively listening to my words and hear. Stop seeking me with your mind and know me. Yay. Stop speaking. Quiet yourself and abide in me. Grab hold of me as you are and pull hard upon the strings. Fall deeply in love with me. No, not according to the flesh. Let go and fall for me. Let go of all you hold on to forever. Strive to obtain. Stop grasping with your flesh. I am poured out for you. Break down these boundaries you have made and leap. He's asking us to leap in faith to find out what the Father's truly is. Here I am. I have been waiting for you, not because of that which I see on the surface, nor because of these things you do. I have waited for you, for I have known you and loved you from the beginning. I see you as you are and have always been in my bosom, where I am with me, fulfilling my love in you, in me, saith the Lord, who is risen up and comes quickly. I am he, Adonai. Or the Lord. So he reveals himself in quite a stark contrast. You know, I've had many other writings since then. I'm not going to go over them. This one was what I wanted you to hear that I uh, <coughs> did not want to discuss for nearly a year. Uh, I have many more writings that he's revealed himself in ways teaching how to run shaitan. how to approach him in prayer um, and how to deal with the things that come. We will go over that as a teaching, but I will back it up with words that he gives. But this one pretty much is explanatory. He uses pieces and parts of the Bible to prove, prove that this is him and not Shaitan. And I will read one more time. Yahuwah, he who calls to be Behold, I am also the son of man, Yehoshua or Yeshua. And he makes a plain Y-E-S-H-U-A, his nickname, or Yehoshua. I find it amazing that the Father would use me to speak in enlightenment and reveal who he truly is. So his name will be Yehoshua Yeshua. That's what's written on him. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the king of the universe. He is so much of my people. But he's so much more to me. He's a father that loves me. An uncle that cares for me. An uncle that wants to see so much of my life in his hands. For him to come to me in a way that eventually triggered my soul into life, into the completion of salvation very quickly. It was uh, amazing. Um, 
Um, um, it's amazing right now. The pastor at the local church I'm going to is getting ready for his service this morning at 7.45, 8 o'clock. Um, Um, I'm just telling him let uh, um, let's go and do it. Uh, but I have found that is amazing that wisdom does lay certain things in our hearts and reveals things to us in a way that is easy. Um, I'll read another one here from August the 28th, and we'll start it, where he talks about his plans for his children and what he wants. Um, we'll go back. I've got three of them in a row. Um, August the 23rd, we'll start with the, uh, go back one more. 22nd, actually. August the 22nd of 2019. The Lord Adonai says, stop speaking, quit, quiet yourselves, and know I am he. From the Lord Adonai, our God and Savior, the word of Adonai spoken to Kimberly during an online worship service like we're doing now. Lord, for his flock and all those who have ears to hear. Uh, you are insignificant because of pride and the weakness of man. Shaitan has pride. It caused him, caused him or her to fall. He always refers to Satan as a her. So apparently... It has a uh, he, it has a denunciation of having both organs. Beloved, oh pride, it brings disorder and judgment and came upon you, he was explaining. Thus says the Lord, pride, this is how now gone from you and humble. And then he gives me a figurative of what's supposed to be. And he goes on to say, you are counting the bills. They were 20 bills. Three of them equaling 60. This is the days or weeks left of my rest. Now, May the 31st through June the 1st of Pentecost. Prior to this, I had an event happen. And I'm not going to go into detail. But it goes on talking about Pentecost. The next Pentecost, he was going to come up on me. And there was 60 days from the 29th of Tammuz. He explains very much. We will read that later. I'm not going to analyze on all that because we're coming up to the end of this. What I'm getting to is the importance of understanding your Bible. I had no idea what what to expect. The Father revealed himself in secrets that I've talked lightly on, but now it's important that I do more. As we come up on the Passover season, it starts just in a few days. Um, let me see here. Today is Thursday. It starts tomorrow. Um, we have eight or nine days of Pesach. I asked my Christian brothers and sisters for once, take time. Spend it with the Father. Get to know the Father. Take these eight days. Yes, I know you work six or seven days a week take the time these eight days ask the father in prayer 
But before you go into prayer, rebuke Shaitan, rebuke Satan. Tell him or her to go away. Rebuke him. Then approach the Father as I did. It makes a lot of sense when I'm talking when you see it. If you go back to the portion where Jesus rebuked Satan during his 40-day fast, use that analogy and rebuke Shaitan. Um, it's not easy. Uh, um, but it's worth it. Um, it is what it is. Um, I reach out to you now. In approximately two hours, I'll be doing a recording of our bishop at the church I go to. Yes, and I declare him a bishop. I am a meha myself. But I put myself under their tutelage. It was the Father's will for me. It's not easy. Being a teacher of many things. And I don't talk lightly. But I encourage my brothers and sisters to find them a home church or, a, or even a local congregation in a home. Congregate with people. Don't listen to what they're saying. Bring yourselves together in some way, some form, some fashion, whether it be on the internet or whether it be at a house. If you can't get to a church, it might be closed, then congregate with other like people online. I most certainly will, will do the same with you. Yeah, it's a little hard and you would have certain times of the week that would be a little bit differently from me, but I encourage it. Email me. Come up with some ideas. I, I give you my, my card. You can email me at starcross2013 at gmail.com or you can contact me at starcross2013a at meltapriest.com. You can send your letters to uh, Sacred Elohim, Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries, uh, 10-1003 Latonia Street, Arnton, Ohio, 45638. Contact me by phone. 740-285-8052. It's welcome. If you want me to start a congregation online, let me know. I'm more than ample. Um, I won't do it on, I only do it on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays for about an hour, hour and 30 minutes. Um, two hours at the most, three. Um, I welcome it. I like hearing like-minded people. Um, I don't want you to be shy. Um, Contact impact dot con, con, contact uh, impact church. You can get them on Facebook. Their address uh, twenty three sixteen South Sixth Street at Arnton, Ohio four five six three eight. Uh, you can get that information online. Just type in impact church. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, so forth and so on. Um, I'm universal. I accept both Jew and Gentile. I teach from a Jewish perspective of understanding, so you understand the word, but I'm welcome to opinions. Um, I don't shy from them, of course, but it is what it is in these days and times. There's some of you that live in countries that have lockdown right now, and you can't get out, but there is ways. There are ways of getting online and moving forward. I would love to hear from you. 
I'd love to see letters from you, whatever you wish. Um, you can give me a minute here. Dashboard, let me get it up. Right now, currently where I'm at, takes a few minutes. Give it just a few minutes and I'll give you that information to uh, my webpage. Takes a little time, so I'm open for a little bit of time while it uploads. I normally have it up. Ah, here we go. My public forum, my platforms that are available. Um, of course, I'm on more platforms than that, but I'm going to give you the just. Um, if you go to the right, it says support me on, um, you can go to HTTPS colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash Kimberly dot dash Annapole. You go to the right, you got there, listen on Spotify. You go to the right, it says support. You click on that and you can give uh, 99 cents a month all the way up to $9 per month. Um, that is, I leave that to you. Uh, that sponsors my ministry and keeps it on. But near that is a message center. Uh, nice try, but you can't send yourself a voice voice message. You can click on that, and you can leave me a voice message. If not, send me an email. I answer all my mail. I answer all my voicemail. I just got this set up just a few weeks ago. But I encourage you, if you're going to give ties and offerings, you just go to here. Choose which one you want. You got $0.99 cents a month, $4.99 per month, or $9.99 per month based on supporting this podcast with a, a donation or future episodes. Um, it takes credit card only. Uh, if you want a mail by check, I'd give you my address. Uh, more than one time, i got to get it down here. <laughs> it's giving me a fit. Um, I will have a website in the future with Tytherly where you can give the same support. I welcome the support, and I welcome you visiting my websites when I get them up. I'll have them all done to where you can have access. I plan in the near future of having a podcast blog where you can download a lot of the information that will be presented and so forth and so on. So I'm going to say pray for the peace of Israel and Jerusalem. Pray for our nation, America. Pray for the people in it right now that are suffering. And I'm going to say adieu. You have a wonderful evening, and bye.